it, it wasn't a rosy road, right? There were some failures and bumps along the way, but I just never stopped. I just never stopped, right? I just kept pushing every day. Uh, there's a scripture that says when the cloud is full of rain, they empty themselves on the field. And so now the cloud is full and is emptying themselves on the field. So don't stop. Don't give up. Get a coach. I searched all over the world, struggling to find it. Then I met my boy, David E. Simons. Yeah. I searched all over the world, struggling to find it. Then I met my boy, David E. Simons. Yeah. Discover my gift, yeah, Welcome to another episode of How I Discover My Gift with yours truly, David D. Simons. I'm honored to, to have this wonderful, amazing entrepreneur, Uyi Abraham from Bonza. I'm going to give you a breakdown of his bio, and then we're going to dive in to this episode. I already know, I have a feeling you're going to want to mark this episode. You're going to want to save this episode, keep it on replay, because this brother's got a lot of wisdom and experience to share. So Uyi Abraham is an award-winning business coach, serial entrepreneur, investor, strategist, and a best-selling author. He's an African immigrant, a fellow West African who uh, re relocated to America with only $100 in his pocket and a suitcase of clothes. He has been educating people on business and success principles for over 20 years. Despite his humble beginnings, he has attained the entrepreneurial success and is devoted to helping others become becoming successful entrepreneurs. He's founder of Bonza, that's B-O-N-Z-A.com. Go check that out. We're going to talk about that. Uh, a SaaS company that makes it easy for entrepreneurs to start and grow a profitable online business. Um, he's also uh, owner of Higher Place Christian University and Uplevel Enterprises, a marketing and consulting service firm. His passion is to help people break the limits and fulfill their life and business dreams. Welcome to the show, my brother. Thank you, David. Such an honor to be here, and I've been looking forward to uh, coming on the show. Wonderful, wonderful. So let's let let's start let's start with the story, right? Like that. I mean, I can relate in a certain degree. I'm, I'm a first generation um, Ghanaian American, but you're you're coming straight from. It sounds like straight from Nigeria to America. Nothing in your pocket. Well, a uh, well, hundred dollars in your pocket, and building this building building the empire, but. Take us back to your childhood. What was your what was the gift that you always had or you knew that you had within you in your thank journey? You. Yeah, journey. thank you. This is an awesome, awesome question. And again, you're doing a great work on this podcast and it's such a joy to be here. So I was born and raised in Nigeria. And uh, I think maybe around six years old or so, my parents are separated and divorced. And I started living with my grandma. So I was raised by my grandma. And uh, in the process of that, you know, I began to notice that I have compassion and empathy to help people. I didn't like seeing people hurt. I didn't like seeing people suffer. I didn't like seeing people being taken advantage of. I even remember being in school, uh, that would be junior college, you know, not college, junior high school, maybe like a middle school or something, you know. I'm the one that will report a teacher to the principal when the teacher was not doing their job, you know. Wow. Growing up in Nigeria, many times teachers just don't care. They just don't do what they need to do. Sometimes they don't show up for classes, and there's not there's not a proper accountability structure. Yeah. So as the one that would just fight for injustice, didn't like people being treated 
badly. So I began to notice too that, you know, I, I just had a passion to help women, you know, so I wanted to be a gynecologist so that I can treat and help women feel better. So yeah. that was kind of my beginning, uh, you know, in terms of consciousness to uh, knowing that my gift, I have a gift to help people, I have a gift, gift to serve people, I have a gift to to one and a joy and a passion to want to see people do better. So from there, I uh, lived with my grandma. Then after a while, I, you know, I began to notice that you know God was calling me uh, to come closer to Him, and I rededicated my life to Christ. And then I also uh, got ordained into a ministry. I was a youth pastor, then also a pastor. So then I was doing pastoral work and also going to college to become a medical doctor um, before coming to America. So I came to America with just a hundred dollars and a suitcase of clothes. I knew God's hand was upon my life. So my dream was to be a medical doctor and also to, to uh, you know, to do uh, ministry. And then that was just my, I wasn't thinking of entrepreneurship at that time. I wanted to do ministry and just being a medical doctor. But coming here, I saw that God had better plans for me, and I'm so glad to have followed this plan. Wow, wow, that's amazing. I, you know, now I am curious, you know, knowing a, a bit about the African dynamics in households, you know, usually they encourage you to go one way, engineer, lawyer, doctor, accountant. Were you, was it already in your nature to like, hey, I'm, I'm kind of like, this is interesting to me, uh, med school, or were you kind of encouraged and prodded towards that yeah. direction? Very good question. I think it was both, um, but I think there was a lot of, yeah, he's going to be the doctor in the family. He's going to be a medical doctor and go to school and don't hang out with bad people because you're trying to be a doctor and those people, they're not trying to be a doctor. And in all of that family pride growing up in Nigeria, Right. And, uh, you know, yeah, so my family, my parents, they wanted me to do that. They were very proud of me. And uh, when I decided to switch from medicine, in fact, I, at this point, I just kind of stopped. I just dropped and I would just focus on ministry. And also trying to do some business here and there. It really, really fractured my relationship with my dad for many years uh, because he was just kind of disappointed, feeling like I just left something so uh, credible has been a doctor to now try to do ministry and do entrepreneurship and stuff like that. So uh, it, it really kind of caused some frictions. Even until today, my parents still talk about, even though I'm a doctorate, I have a doctorate now, even today my parents still talk about, oh, yeah, you, you, you got a doctorate, but it's not medical doctor. I'm like, yeah, I know, <laughs> I know, I know. You, you African people, just slow it down now, you know? So, yeah, it's, it's been like that. That's interesting. Okay. So, so take us through now, like, how did you get to the entrepreneur, right? Like, so you come here, you're going to be in probably this plan was still to do medical school. I imagine when you came yeah. to the U S yeah. and all of a sudden something shifts, something switches and take us through. I, I don't want us to shy away from, because there's a journey to get to the level that you're at today, uh, producing, uh, tens of millions of dollars. You had to go through some stuff. Can yeah. you share uh, about the journey, the process of development that you had to go through in this journey from starting with $100 uh, in your pocket? Yeah, so uh, $100, case of clothes. So I lived with my dad for a few months. 
But after a while, when I decide to, you know, quit school and go to ministry and entrepreneurship, it kind of caused friction. So it kind of ended up in a, a situation where I became homeless. So I had to, uh, you know, sleep in, in a car, sleep on friends' houses, couches, uh, different places until I was able to, you know, find a job at a movie theater. And I think I was making about $6 and some change of an hour. And from there, God gave me favor. I had a friend that was able to share a room with me. So I went half in into a one-bedroom apartment. I was sleep. It was generous enough to give me the, the bedroom and a, and, a, and a foam on the floor, mattress on the floor, and he slept on the couch in the living room. So we did that for maybe a year until, you know, God just began to, you know, take me from one place to the other. But the way I got into entrepreneurship was because, it was really when I got married. So I got married and I began to notice that the highest paying job I got was like $12, $14 an hour, $12 an hour, you know. And then one day I just realized that $12 an hour, that's not going to be enough to help me to fulfill the call of God on my life and to live the life I want to live. And so the what I need to do is to have a business. So I... You know, the way it happens was that a friend of mine gave me, on my birthday, he gave me a website template. And that was in 2004 to build a website. Say, hey, I don't have a gift for you, but here's a website template. You can, you know, learn how to build it yourself and you can build it for your church. So I was like, okay, that was good. So I got a website template and I, I was able to learn it. And, you know, it didn't teach me. It, didn't have, it doesn't have patience to teach anything. It just gave it to me and said, you go figure it out. So I figured out a template and I built the first website for myself. And that's where I had my light bulb moment. And I said, okay, if I could build this for myself, there are other people, churches, organizations, ministries, and businesses that also need websites as well. So I was like, okay, I'm going to charge $400 per website. So if I could build 10 a month or get 10 clients a month, that would be $4,000. So David, my biggest goal in life at that time was, God, if you can just help me make $4,000 a month, I will be rich, you know. And so that was how I started building websites. Then people started coming to me, I'm like, and they're like, okay, Website is good. Can you also, we need photography for our website, a photo for our website. We need business card for our website. So I went from building websites to learning photography, learning videography, learning graphics. So I'm just pretty much like an all-in-one, just doing, doing all these multiple things to serve my clients, but also make enough money for myself. But... You know, the money was just kind of up and down, you know, learning and, you know, making mistakes and growing and stuff. And it was around 2010 when we launched our university, that was when things just begin to kind of go up and up in terms of entrepreneurship. And then 2019, we started working on Vonza and then those two coalition were just like, you know, big blessing, yeah. Oh, wow. And yet we're going to get into all of those two. Um, I, I just want to I want to take it back a moment. So back in Nigeria and back when you first got to the U.S., what, what would you say when you identify and you look back, what was your gift and, and what is your gift? And when you break it all the way down, when, when you think about what God, what gift God has given you and obviously you have multiple gifts, but 
when you classify yourself, what would you say your gift is from God? I would say my gift is in helps and serving, right? Mm. Because um, sometimes people overlook those gifts. Of course, I have some spiritual gifts, like gift of the word of wisdom and gift of prophecy and all for that stuff. But also to the gifts that I would say I really help in the ministry is and is the ministry of helps, the gift of helps, right? People relegate it in the church to just being uh, being an usher or being a greeter, but gifts of helps mean that that in innate gift and ability to want to help people, to want to solve problems, right? So the way it worked for me was a combination of that and me solving my own problems, right? Every business I've ever started, at least the ones that did well, because some of them failed along the way, right? Every business I've ever started was because I solved my personal pain and my personal problem. I needed a website, and I built my first website for myself. And then I was like, wow, there will be other people need a website too. Let me build for them as well. That's how I got into web design. The same thing with photography, with videography, the university. My wife and finished a master's degree, set us back $54,000 in student loan debt. She couldn't find a job. She couldn't really get any good pain, you know, thing come out of it. And I'm like, okay, that's a pain I have. I'm not the only one who don't want to spend years in school, can't get no good paying job, and still have big student loan debt. There got to be a better way. That's, that's why I started Higher Place Christian University. Yeah. With Vonza, I was using so many different tools to run my businesses online. I was using one platform for my website, one platform for my email, one platform for my online courses, and I was using at least 10 different tools. And I feel like that was insanity. They gotta be a better, easier, and simpler way for an entrepreneur to run their business online by using one good tool instead of using 12 scatter tools. My personal pain was what led me to Vonza. So my formula, and that's what I also teach my coaching clients as well, is that many times, you know, people are praying and asking God to show them their gifts, to show them their, you know, calling and passion. Sometimes just listen to your own life right your gift is something that might be your struggle or your pain or your disappointment or your frustration if you can just look at your own life and say what frustrates me what what excites me sometimes or what what is that thing i want to solve what would that, that thing i want to help people achieve because it's not about you now what can i help other people achieve that will bring value to them and when you look at it like that you're going to see that it's just so easy for you to connect with the gift of God on your life. Wow. Wow, brother. I, that is so powerful, the way you put that. It's, it's looking at your own life, seeing your own problems, and starting there. I've never heard it like that before. Yeah, it's, 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 it's the best place to start. Because every, every time we have frustrations, right? I'm sure Steve Jobs was frustrated with having a bunch of packs of CD, CDs, right, when he's traveling. And like, why can't it just be one simple device where I can have all my songs in, in the palm of my hand instead of having a stack of CDs, right? So looking at our lives, our personal pain, our frustration, 
what we need, you know, you know, the people, you know, one way to start a good restaurant, you know, you frustrate every time you go to a restaurant, they don't season it well, you know, it doesn't always taste good to you. You always go there and you feel like you could do better. That can, that can be a sign that that is your thing or that's your calling or that's what your assignment is from God, right? So that's what I've worked for me. I've never, you know, the few businesses I started that was not in direct pain or just, that was just for the money hustle, I had to sell or close it down. But the ones that were personal pain I had because of passion, so it's not about the money. And that's why people quit sometimes in business because they because when, when the money is funny, they, they quit because it was about the money for them. But it's about your purpose, your calling, and your passion. You're not going to quit. That's good. That's good. Wow, brother. You are dropping some gems, my friend. So, so, so take us now into... A higher place Christian University and 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 how this all comes about and, and and I also want to underscore something that um, a lot of people don't really talk about in, in podcasts a lot of times is I, I would love for you to tell about what it took as far as the craft of the amount of time and effort you had to develop to become this web developer to become this SAS guy to become all all these things because there's a lot of work hidden in the dark that nobody saw that you put in you put to get in. to the level of building these companies. So if you could speak with about that and then transition into uh, the, that first business, I mean, that first business, the, the, the yeah, higher position. Sure. Yeah, so, you know, uh, work is very, very important. And it's sad that so many online gurus, quote and unquote, now is pushing this chillpreneur lifestyle where you don't have to do a thing and passive income. There's nothing really passive. There's no Passive income is an irony, is a fallacy. Is you gotta put in the work and then maybe you automate it, but it's not passive because if you stop automating it, if you stop making it better or refining it, then it's gonna dry the world is gonna dry up, right? So uh it took a lot of work. Like when we started in university, for example, and there was a lot of bottlenecks, you know, because yeah, every state, not every state you could register. A Christian university, so that was a big hustle. So I had to I had to relocate partly because I was living in Texas at a time, which you know was was so made this so difficult to register a Christian university. I have to move to a different state that would make, give me the proximity to do that. You know, so there was a in, lot in, of in the Bible Belt. It should have been easy in the Bible Belt. Exactly, so exactly. But Texas, they have a lot of regulations, and you have to get certain type of this and that on the order. But there were some states like Florida that is also part of the. It's not technically Bible Belt, but it's yeah. it's also very pro Christian values and stuff. So and some other ones, Colorado and those. So these are states that are very pro Christian, religious based education. So I had to physically relocate to one of those unfriendly states to set it up. Uh, putting the staff together, putting all the, you know, initially, you know, putting all the curriculums and uh, all of the classes before we started making money to now hiring uh, professors and teachers and instructors. So it was a, a lot of work. But one of the things that helped me was that, you know, there's a scripture that said Jesus, seeing the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross, right? So for me, when I saw that this was going to give hope, to many people. And not only would they now have to be in student loan debt, 
which is never forgiving, right? You have to pay it no matter what. Uh, not only that, but also to that mass university will give others a second chance at education. The 40, 50, 60 year old people that want to still earn a degree to their name, they don't want to go spend five years in college and then these thousands of dollars of debt, but with our school, they can get fast track, affordable and flexible education that they'll be proud of. So those are the things that really encourage me to not stop and to keep my eyes on the prize. And since 2010, Higher Place Christian University, I've graduated over 7,000 students from our degree programs to our courses. And our students have generated over $5 billion in sales. There are two guys that have gone through our school that have already generated a billion dollars each in their own respective what? places. Yeah, in sales. Sorry, to be uh, uh, one billion dollars. The another guy has made is in oil and gas. He have closed over two billion in sales. Then one guy one billion, another guy one billion. Then all together is over five billion in sales that has been generated by our, our alumni and students. And beyond that is the thousands of lives that have been changed. There are people that got degrees from our school that, that have given up on education, that would never have gone back to traditional school. So just to see all those lives change because I said yes, and because I was willing to walk through that. Uh, so not only that, having a university have totally changed my life. I would not be where I am today if I didn't say yes to that. So it's always good that people Pay attention to the promptings of God. Solve your own problems. When you solve your problem, you'll be amazed that there are thousands and sometimes millions of other people that share the same pain and that'll be so happy to pay you for solving the pain for the, for yourself and for them. That's remarkable, brother. Wow, wow. So we'll definitely have to plug the link for people that you know can come to it, can they can they join virtually? Uh, yeah, okay. yeah, they can, they, yeah. Yeah. So we yeah. were running the campus and and the virtual classes, but when COVID hit, we shut down our campus. We thought it was even easier, David, to run an online school than to run a campus and and online together. So we've not had campus classes since COVID. So right now we're 100% online and virtually. So anybody in Ghana, Nigeria, USA, anybody, as long as you have Wi-Fi, you can join and take classes online. Oh, that's awesome. And is there a particular focus for like, or there's all different types of, dis I know you have different types of disciplines uh, for the different tracks that people want to go and study. Yes, very good question. So we have over 30, we have about 33 degrees right now, but our main area is in, is in three, uh, three faculties, is in uh, ministry, is in leadership, and is in entrepreneurship. So ministry, leadership, entrepreneurship is our core three focus. So if anybody's listening and you want to earn a degree in the area of ministry, leadership, entrepreneurship, our school is a good one. I also confer honorary doctorates too. Maybe I could nominate you for if that's of interest to you for an honorary doctorate degree. Wow. So we do offer that to the setting people like yourself who are doing great work for the kingdom. Oh, oh my goodness. That that's what that's one thing I've been telling my dad for he's like, Go get your go get your uh uh PhD. I'm like, Dad, I I would I think it'd be better honored to be 
getting an honorary degree than it is to get a, a actual doctorate. And he's like, oh my God, like, so, wow, wow, I'd be humbled by that, brother. Um, but, but, but take us into, with the, with the, I know time is short, take us into Vonza, um, which, which I have had, the, I, I don't think, I think I mentioned it to you, a brother that, uh, I, I, his name is off the top of my head, but he yeah. was raving about your platform and, and he got me into it and learning about what you guys do. Bruce and, Hill. And, and, sorry? Bruce Hill. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> yes, he's raving. So, so, and I got to see, I was like, wow, this is excellent. And then when I found out it was owned by, uh, 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 first a black, I knew it was a black person. Then I found out it was a fellow African. I was just overjoyed, man. So, so I, I don't think people understand how big, um, and challenging is to build the yeah. software that works yeah. and, and not only works for people from a UI UX standpoint, yeah. from a backend standpoint, and, and, and it, and it takes off. So if you could just speak about how, you know, you've got the successful university, you know, you could have just parked right there and said, Hey, I'm good. But obviously your gift of helping people wouldn't allow you to just stop. Exactly. The gift of helping people would not allow me to stop. Wow. You just said something so powerful. I don't know if you, uh, I, cause I may have been thinking about it, but I've never really just kind of articulated it in a way from my own mouth, the gift of helping people. That's a big gift right there. That's something big, right? So, yeah, so like I said earlier, so with Vonza, so even for our school, we use all these different um, software to run it, and it was just frustrating and overwhelming to have all these multiple platforms. I was spending over $1,000 a month on just on software. Then I have technical people, and they don't detect the software doesn't always talk well with each other, and they break, and it was just a nightmare. But so what we did with Vonza was to just bring together 10 plus essential tools for anybody to run their business online you want to run a business online go need a website vonza does it for you you're going to want to sell online courses to teach your knowledge right to help people through your knowledge that's why i have courses too vonza does that for you you want to sell your physical product maybe you have a book or a t-shirt or your digital product maybe your ebook vonza does it for you what about forms to take survey or take payments vonza does it for you Vons also takes care of your payments and serve your customers and helps you to simplify and automate your, um, you know, your online business, right? Even scheduling, I don't know what tool you use for your scheduling. Some, some of the popular ones are like Calendly and all the other ones. Vons does it for you. And also too, David, we are saving entrepreneurs. Not, just, not only are we making them money or helping them make money, we're also saving them thousands of dollars a year because they're only paying for one tool instead of paying for two of two. So that's more savings for themselves, their family, and money they can put into the economy as well. And here's my favorite part about Vonza. Vonza is so easy and simple to use because even though I'm in tech, I don't like confusing or difficult tech products. So always making sure it's simple and easy to use. And so far we have thousands of entrepreneurs and creators that are using Vonza every single day in over 40 countries. See, when you say yes to God, God will bring people from far near that you never thought are possible. Over 40 entrepreneurs from over 40 countries currently using Vonza right now. Amazing, amazing. 
We're, we're going to make sure we plug that in the show notes. Bonza, B-O-N-Z-A dot com. Yes. Subscribe, get plugged in, and save yourself some money. Um, I know your time is precious. Do you have time for two more questions? Yes, let's do two more questions. Thank okay. You. Okay, great. So so I, I've got to ask, I know my listeners always ask about monetization. So uh, take us into, and I know you're doing some amazing things. By the time they see this, I know you have something in October, I believe. Uh, August. Uh, yes, August. we have a, um, I don't know what is coming up, but August 19 and 20, we're having a two days mastermind in Atlanta. Uh, we just opened a new creator studio for where creators can come and record their content and stuff, masterminds, events. So we're having a two days mastermind in Atlanta. If anybody's listening and is out before then, hey, buy that flight. So if you're in Atlanta, come right to the mastermind. It's going to really help you. Our goal is to help everybody there to teach them how to build a, a million dollar business in two days. And we've done it before and it's going to be awesome. Then in October, we're having our next commencement ceremony for Higher Place Christian University. So I'm also going to be giving a few honorary doctorates on that day as well. Amazing, amazing. So so you've done this. So now, like, you know, if you were to give advice to a young person listening, going back, they finding their gift, maybe they have a similar gift to help people, how would you help them to say, how would you help them to take that gift and monetize it like you've been able to do and 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 be and flourish with their gift monetarily as well so the first thing i'll say is that get a mentor or a coach don't try to do it on your own i think for me if i had the right mentor or coach i would have been successful five years before i did and i would have been five years greater than i right people think it's a cliche it's not because you're trying to figure everything on your own. You're going to take a lot of time and failures to figure it out. But if you just plug into a coach or mentor that's already done something you want to do or that's an inspiration to you, someone that is successful in what in area that is of interest to you, right? You can just learn from them. They can give you the shortcut. They can give you the playbook, the playbook, the playbook and the blueprint right you will be successful faster so that's the number one thing the number two i'll say you gotta you know your mentor also to help you to to build your confidence up right because money comes the more confident you are in your god-given abilities the more you're going to charge and the more the right clients are going to come number three i'll say don't stop right i failed in over 13 businesses before i made my first one million dollars right so going from that to now we are our network is about $25 million, wow. and it, it wasn't a rosy road, right? There were some failures and bumps along the way, but I just never stopped. Mm. I just never stopped, right? I just kept pushing every day. Uh, there's a scripture that says when the cloud is full of rain, they empty themselves on the field. And so now the cloud is full and is emptying themselves on the field. So don't stop. Don't give up. Get a coach and work on your confidence. Wow. Love that, brother. The, the the final question that we ask all all guests, and you weren't prepped on this. Um, nobody ever is. The question is, what's the difference between one's gift and one's purpose? One's gift. Oof. I see. That's that's a bad question right there. That's a cold <laughs> cold question right there. One's gift and one's purpose. Okay. Yes, go with my definition. Your your purpose is what you were born 
to do. That's what God puts you on this earth to do. That's your purpose. But your gift is not your purpose. Your gifts are the ab special abilities that God puts in you to help you to actualize your purpose. So your gifts and purpose, they go together. They are never in confusion with each other. So God gives you a purpose. My purpose is to be a minister of God and an entrepreneur. But then gave me gifts like wisdom, gift of helps, and gift of solving problems so that to help me to actualize my purpose. So your gifts help you to fulfill your purpose. Well, your purpose is what we are put on this earth to be. Wow. Well stated, brother. Well stated. Well, well Dr. Uyi, thank you so much for, for being on the show. We're going to plug all the notes. I just want to recap, right? We're going to send them to vonza.com. Yes. Uh, we'll get the we'll get the website for uh, Higher Place Christian University. Um, yes. The the uh, the million, What's the what's the web do, web domain for the meetup? So it's millions with a s with a s millions summit dot com millions summit dot com. Yes. Then yeah, I'll I'll send it to your IG. I'll send Perfect. the websites. Yeah. Excellent, brother. Excellent. Thank you so much for blessing us today, brother. I truly appreciate you taking the time. Thank you. God bless you. Talk to you soon. God bless you too, brother. Thank you. Right. Dear listener, I would like to thank you so much for listening to How I Discover My Gift with yours truly, David D. Simons. As a token of my appreciation, I would love to give to you my most important piece of work to date, and it's called The Purpose Gift Tape. It's a motivational mixtape geared towards helping you to identify your gifts, which ultimately lead to you discovering your purpose. This is a six-track album I poured my heart and soul into. It includes beautiful beats and amazing spoken word over it. And I'd love to give that to you as a free gift, as a token of my appreciation for being a part of the community. So to get your copy, all you need to do is go to podcast.daviddsimons.com. That's podcast.david, the middle initial D, Simons, S-I-M-O-N-S dot com and get yours today. Thank you for being a listener. I'll catch you on the next episode. How I Discover My Gift with David D. Simons is proud to be of the amazing and illustrious Alive Podcast Network.